Hey everyone, welcome to today's video. Today, I want to talk about something that we learned in episode 3. In episode 3 of The Bad Batch, we learned that the Empire was pushing to cancel the production of clones and to enlist recruits all around the galaxy for the Emperor's army. These of course turn into the Stormtroopers as we know them. We also learned that Jango's DNA was not nearly as effective as it originally was, as the template has been used so many times that its efficacy was fading out. Lama Su dreads what may happen to Kamino if the Empire stops paying them for the production of clones, and moves to enlist recruits. To counter this, he mentions that Phase 3 has to be begin, and it has to be successful enough in order to maintain their contract with the Empire, and thus funding their existence essentially. Now I'm assuming that portion of their existence and their money and funds comes from the conscription of the clones that the Empire is paying them for, and before it was the Empire, it was the Republic. Him and Nalase mention that Phase 3 of clones is a superior clone, one that will harness the attention of the Empire and solidify their business with one another. They also look out to the cafeteria, the mess hall, where the clones are all gathering and eating. As they say, such a contingency cannot be created without a direct source. Nalase says the clones required will not return willingly, where Lama Su tells her that they are Kaminoan property and that all clones belong to them. Their survival hinges on it. Now the clones I think they're talking about are the Bad Batch, since they say that they only need one and that the clones that they want won't come willingly. Now the clones they have there are very obedient and willing to do whatever they say, but the only ones that defy them, in my opinion, are the Bad Batch. Now the Bad Batch are specially mutated clones and they're elite in every single possible way. Their only downfall is that they're not as loyal, let's say, to the Kaminoans and to the Empire as the Grunts. What I think the Phase 3 clone troopers are, are an army army of mutated clones. Each phase 3 clone trooper with a new and different ability. Crosshair led the human recruits of elite squad that the Empire assigned, and he was the one who changed the minds of Tarkin and Rampart for the time being, to continue with the cloning process. If Kaminoans had 1 million mutated clones each, with different powers, one stronger than the next, it would be impossible for Palpatine to deny such an advantage over the galaxy under his rule. If this becomes successful, which I highly doubt it does, that means the rebels would lose as they had a hard enough time against the poorly trained stormtroopers, let alone ones with powers like the Bad Batch. Let's say you had 10,000 different crosshairs, 10,000 different wreckers and hunter and tech running around, and then you got some even more mutated clones, such as some, I don't know, like having X-Men powers. One can teleport, one can shoot fire, one can freeze things, one's got daggers coming out of his fists. The possibilities are endless. They're essentially creating mutants. And to clone a mutated gene will just create its own mutation within that mutated gene itself, which could create some insane anomaly of some monster or beast. This is why I don't think their mission will be successful, because that doesn't happen later on in Star Wars. Now, there is this transitionary period, of course, and that could happen, and essentially it'll have to be nullified in order for it all to make sense later. I think the Phase 3 clones is something that we see in the Bad Batch, and it may not continue. I could see them even ending their own lives to save the future of the galaxy, a heroic and noble move that would have a honor them forever for their sacrifice. Let's say they know the Empire is trying to get a hold of their cells, so they do what they need to do in order to completely get rid of every cell that they have. Jumping off a cliff, disappearing, melting, whatever it could be. Some really sad ending that would essentially save the galaxy and allow Luke and Leia and Han and the rest of the rebels to win. Because if those stormtroopers were Bad Batch clones, nothing would get done. The Empire would rule no matter what. For 
forever. So maybe they'll make a heroic and noble move that would have us honor them forever, and this could be why no clones are around to train the stormtroopers, as Tarkin and Rampart suggested, resulting in poorly trained troops, which is why they can't ever hit anything, kind of giving us an answer to the joke about stormtroopers. Perhaps during this phase 3 there will be a deactivation of all inhibitor chips and an uprising will occur on Kamino, all following the command of the Bad Batch as they are led into war. Now with Omega, I think we'll get a similar situation to the Mandalorian, where the Empire needs to harvest one of the Bad Batch, or Omega, as she's quite possibly the most powerful clone with mutations. I believe her powers will eventually be seen, as in Greek, Omega is 24th, the last of the alphabet. It's more than just a coincidence that her name is what it is, I think Dave Filoni chose this for a specific purpose, and that she's the fifth mutated clone. If you recall, she mentions how she didn't like being hooked up to all those machines and being experimented on. Why would they be running so many tests and hooking her up to machines? It's because she possesses what they want. Her cells have the ability to give them the template for a new phase 3 clone. This mutated Django DNA has given them superheroes instead of regular clones that all sort of had the same intelligence and personality. To an extent, not as much of a personality difference as the Bad Batch. Especially when it came to Order 66, where pretty much all of them had the same personality. This mutated DNA is the future for Kamino, and it could be the future for Palpatine. From here, he could keep Kamino around to clone something else, or to mutate a gene of someone else, perhaps Luke's hand, or, yes, Snoke, who was said to have undergone gene splicing to be created. The ultimate goal would be to create something that could be cloned for the Empire to never consider conscription recruits again. Force-wielding clones would be next to impossible to create, as we saw in The Force Unleashed. But it does make me think, what if they're trying to create just one star killer? As we saw in the Force Unleashed cinematic cuts, Vader walks into a lab full of star killer clones, all being born and created. Now, force-wielding clones would be cool, but making a million of them? That's just out of the question. Making one is hard enough. Now, the problem with making so many force-sensitive clones, or even one force-sensitive clone, as we saw in the Force Unleashed, 99.99% of the time, they don't actually end up with force powers, and in the rare occurrence that they do, they have lots of psychological issues, so they're either suicidal or having a temperament that they just do not listen at all, or they have schizophrenia, or they're just absolutely off their rocker and are unable to be trained or controlled in any sort of manner, thus rendering them useless to Vader. So even if they were able to create a star killer type force-sensitive clone, let's say they even tried to clone Anakin, they would have to go through thousands of different versions of cloning him in order to get at least one. And that one probably had a lot of psychological and personality issues, let alone trying to do that a million times. But that would be pretty cool. A million Anakins or a million Darth Mauls would be insane. I think what Phase 3 is, is to harness the DNA of the Bad Batch, just one of them, and then maybe mutate it in the lab even more. So now the Bad Batch are being targeted by the Empire, by Crosshair, and the Kiminoans. Things are about to get very interesting. Now another possibility here for them to get a proper Jango Fett template is to find Boba Fett. And this is where I think Boba's story will be embellished and explained more in depth as to what he was doing between episode 3 and episode 4. As we know, Boba is a direct clone of Jango Fett, you know, called his son, so to speak. But the only thing is that he is an unaltered clone, so no fast accelerated aging, 
nothing. He is just a pure clone. And this is why I think that they could take a template from Boba, and while it won't be as good as Jango Fett's original DNA, this is still the next best thing. This is a clone of the original DNA, unaltered. Because even when you altered something, you're like altering the speed at which a clone ages, you're altering a part of that DNA, which can in turn turn into some sort of mutation, which is maybe how all of this began in the first place. You want to always have the direct source when you clone something. You don't want to just take a photocopy of a photocopy. So I think I dropped a lot of different theories in this video. I want to know what you guys think. Do you think Omega could be possibly the phase three clone that they need? They need to get all of her DNA or, or samples of it. And we're going to get a Din Djarin and Grogu sort of situation where the Empire is trying to get Grogu, or in this case, Omega and Din, or in this case, Hunter and the Bad Batch are going to try and protect her and save her. Now, I do think the Bad Batch are essentially going to turn to the dark side and they're going to execute Order 66, except for Hunter. And I think by the time they snap out of it, it may be too late and the only option will be for them to end their lives. I don't know. I don't see this story continuing. I don't think it's going to go into A New Hope and the Empire Strikes Back with them off somewhere else in the galaxy. I feel like they would have been helping out if they were alive. And having too many of these loose ends during that time of the originals just kind of muddies up the story and makes it a little bit confusing. It's like, well, why didn't these guys help? You know, why didn't Ahsoka help during the original trilogy? Where was she? What was she doing? All this and that. So I hope you guys enjoyed this theory video. Let me know your thoughts down below. Leave a like if you did like it, and I'll catch you in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.